0: I find that when agents start to ask questions about what platforms to be on and what time of day should I post and what's the best type of content, like you're opening Pandora's box and you quickly realize it's not just like one or two things. It's a whole, it's kind of a whole process. But I also believe that as an agent, you shouldn't be spending all of your time on Facebook or anywhere on social media. You know, you are a real estate professional, so how can you make the most of your time and avoid the time suck and just be really efficient and be really intentional.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how ConnectNow can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean.
2: Welcome to another episode of The Elevate Podcast, where we delve into some of the most interesting minds in business and in real estate for the very best tips and strategies for you to implement to elevate your business. I'm Samantha McLean, Editor of Elite Agent and host of today's show. My guest on today's show is someone that you're probably all going to know pretty well, and that's social media expert, Katie Lance. Named as one of the most influential people in real estate by Inman News, Katie works with agents to help them get smarter about how to use social media, and she actually has a book called Get Social Smart. So Katie, it gives me great pleasure to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. I've seen you on stage at Inman a few times, like, you know, when, when we Back when in the days when we were allowed to travel, right. <laughs> um, you know, like uh, I sort of, I sort of feel like, you know, like I've, I've watched so many of your videos and, and seen you on stage a few times. So very, very excited to have you on the Elevate podcast today. Um, how are things in the US at the moment with the speaking circuit? Are, are you finally getting back out there and, and seeing people again? A little bit.
0: I think everyone is sort of, dip, you know, kind of dipping their toe into the water, depending on their own comfort level, you know, and depending. On just their own situation with their family and, and health and, and and whatnot, so I have I have started to a little bit. I've been a little you know just apprehensive. I think this whole year and a half has been just a crazy time for most people, and so uh, I have I have done a I've done my first in-person event that was. Kind of emotional to be in a you know, in front of a big crowd of people, and I will uh, be speaking at Inman in Las Vegas um, in October. So I'm kind of slowly starting to get out there. I know some other speakers are, uh, you know, gangbusters and ready to go. So you know, I'm just trying to take it step by step. I I you know I, I love the virtual world. It's certainly not the same. You know, Zooming is not the same as, as being in person. But I will say, there's a lot that you can accomplish through uh, through virtual learning. I think that's been such a huge takeaway for me of, uh, you know, just the power of of technology. It's it's we're so efficient as well. So, but uh, but we're we're doing pretty well. So
2: <laughs> it's amazing. And I mean, look, we're we're dying to get on a plane and come back over again as as soon as we can. And and what you say is pretty interesting because. Um, this last year and a half has been a time when agents have needed to, you know, more than ever get their message out there through different means other than face to face. What are some of the common themes that you've been talking to agents about this year?
0: There's been a lot. I would say, you know, one thing has definitely been with, you know, different different stages of lockdown and, and you know, the United States has gone through different stages, depending on what part of the country you live in. And, um, but I think universally, this idea of virtual open houses um, has been a, a, just a huge conversation where agents and brokers can, you know, show houses virtually either through Facebook Live or through Instagram Live, uh, through Zoom. You know, there's, we had, uh, I remember early on uh, in, in, the, in the pandemic, when, you know, zero open houses were allowed here in the U.S., people were, they couldn't even, agents couldn't even go into homes. And so they were literally in their own home office doing a Zoom, screen sharing photos <laughs> of the home. Uh, and it was just, you know, and it works. I mean, there's, you know, so I think the message is that, you know, like I said, I think technology, I think there's a lot of opportunities with that. Um, and we're still seeing, even though things are definitely opened up more here, I think what we saw is that a lot of, you know, customers and, and, and clients—they like the fact that there weren't a hundred people going through their home. You know, um, and so I, I don't think that that's going away anytime soon. I, I think that's, you know, I think that's a that's a huge thing. That just like I said, the virtual open houses or the the virtual showings, so to speak. Um, and then the other big thing would be video. You know, I know video is not a new conversation by any means, but I think one thing we saw is more and more agents, you know, really understanding the importance of getting on camera and. Uh, you know, I'm not just talking about listings, but, but sharing really helpful information and sharing tips and, and, and valuable information about, the, about real estate, about what's really happening in the market, about, you know, supporting local businesses. Um, and uh, it's, it's been exciting to see a lot of Asians kind of come out of their shell and, uh, and create some more video content, which can be used across multiple platforms, uh, which, I, which I think is great.
2: Yeah. And they're the real winners, aren't they? The, the people that have been actually sharing helpful stuff. And, and um, you know, I've called it a few times lately, the Uber of information, like being the person that can actually deliver information about the community. Because I think what happened here... Um, and it might have been similar for you guys as well, is that everyone either went really quiet or started yeah. getting really noisy, probably for the wrong reasons. <laughs> right, um, right, yes. Yeah, but where where do you think the happy medium is for agents in terms of providing content about the community?
0: I mean, I, I always think that that's such a valuable um a valuable thing that, that agents, you know, can, can bring to the community. I mean, whether you're, maybe you're new to real estate and you aren't working with a lot of clients and you're trying to get your name out there, or maybe you are more established. I think one of the things we saw over this last, you know, gosh, 18, 19 months is that, you know, I'm sure you're experiencing this where you're at. I know we are, and that is so many small businesses are just really hurting you know the the locally owned restaurants and and your favorite you know hair salons and just all the those small businesses unfortunately a lot of them have have gone out of business but you know what a great opportunity as an agent or broker to reach out and say you know hi let me let me introduce myself and i would love to feature you uh, you know whether it's through a zoom whether it's through a facebook live um and just kind of elevating folks in your local community It's it's really a win-win. You're building a great relationship with that business owner and you're providing something really valuable to your audience. And then nine times out of 10, that business owner shares that with their audience. So, you know, that's, it's not necessarily a new concept, but I think we saw that even more, you know, over the last year and a half. And I hope that doesn't go away because I, I just think that I think Asians are like the, the heartbeat of communities.
2: Yeah, so I'm excited to announce that um, you'll be sharing your expertise as part of our Transform program, which starts in a couple of weeks. Um, and during that event, you'll be focusing primarily on on the big one, which is Facebook. Exactly how important do you think Facebook is as part of a social media strategy for agents?
0: I think Facebook is still important. Uh, I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about Facebook. It's been around for quite some time. You know, there are nearly three billion. Uh, you know, worldwide users uh, on Facebook. And I do think over the last year and a half that a lot of people have kind of backed away from Facebook a little bit. And I think partially was, you know, there's just a lot going on in the world, you know, from uh, the pandemic to just a lot of social issues. And, and just, there was just a lot. And I think a lot of folks felt like, you know what, I'm going to take kind of a, a little bit of a step back. And that's why we saw folks, uh, you know, really kind of glomming onto other platforms like Instagram and YouTube and things like that. However, I still think there is definitely a place for Facebook. And I think what's unique about Facebook is generally speaking, that's, that's the primary platform still for a lot of people. Uh, That's where they connect with their family. That's where they connect with their friends. And I think for real estate, I think there's really kind of two big opportunities with Facebook. It's the the personal piece of it where you're keeping in touch with people and you see when, you know, your, your clients just had a baby or they just, you know, they had a job promotion or happy news, right. And you can comment and you can connect and you can stay in touch for a lot of agents. It's really hard to keep in touch with people over the course of time. And so I think Facebook is still one of the best platforms for doing that. And then, you know, the business piece of it, I think when done right, agents who are providing really great content, you know, agents who are putting out informative educational content, community content, that really helps to grow their business. And people, people see that, you know, that's a great way to attract business, not necessarily chase leads uh, on Facebook. So I think there's still a lot of opportunities. There's also Facebook groups, which I think are hugely, um, I think underrated in, in a big, big way. And, uh, you know, groups can be a great way to bring communities together. So I'm excited to, uh, to be presenting. There's a lot to talk about <laughs> with Facebook. Absolutely. Let's let's clear one thing up before
2: we kick off. Though, there's still a lot of agents out there who are wondering whether they should have a personal profile for business. Like, oh my God, I'm really going to annoy my family if I share real estate content, <laughs> my family and friends, on there. They're going to, you know, hate me for being a real estate agent. Um, or should I have a, a a business page? How do you feel about the difference between a personal profile and a business page in real estate?
0: I think they're both important and I think an agent should have both. Um, they're a little bit like apples and oranges. So your personal profile, you know, n- nobody wants to be friends with somebody who's just spamming them. Right. And so we don't want to use the personal profile to just say, Hey, look at me. I've got another household, other one on the market. Right. We don't, we don't want to do that. But what I really believe in with the personal profile is it's the 80 20 rule or 80% of what you talk about. Should be personal. It doesn't have to be every moment of your life, but things that you're passionate about, things that are important to you. Um, you know, just personal interests, uh, maybe organizations that you're a part of, whatever it might be. That other twenty percent can certainly be business related, and a lot of times it's content you might share from your business page. That's why it's important to have a business page. Your business page may not get a ton of traction. You know, right now with business pages, we're not seeing a ton of likes and comments and engagement. That's just part of the Facebook algorithm, but it's still an important piece. It's like your website, right? Your website's an important piece, just like your, your Facebook business page. People are at a place where they they Google you. They want to see what you're all about. And it's one more level in your credibility. So anything business related, I think should always go on the business page. And then from time to time, you can share a post or two from your business page to your personal profile. As long as that's not all you're talking about <laughs> on your personal profile, right? And then just other things like, you know, for example, on your personal profile, your name should be your name. Oftentimes uh, I see this all the time where it's like Jane Smith, realtor. It's like realtor is not your last name. Okay. (laughs) You haven't fooled me. So it's important to have those, those two distinctions. And sometimes you'll be friends on your personal profile with some of your clients, not everybody. We don't want to be friends with everybody, but that's a great way to just keep in touch with people and build relationships and wish people a happy birthday and uh, and and that personal piece, which is so important in real estate.
2: Well, the other thing too is, I think you know, you mentioned people putting real estate agent in their in their name, and I mean that's that's um, that's funny. But you know, it's almost like if someone connects to you with real estate in their name or property manager in their name, which some people do here, it's almost yeah. like, oh my god, I am immediately going to be sold to. It's that you know, <laughs> right. you you immediately feel that from just just from looking at their names. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about Get Social Smart, which is the book that you wrote. Um, What inspired you to write that book?
0: Well, that's a great question. You know, I've, I've been teaching and speaking to real estate agents for quite some time, more than a decade. And I just really found when it came to really putting together a social media strategy that for most agents, they need more than a two minute video. You need more than an Instagram story or a quick blog post. You know, Anytime you're going to learn something, it just, it takes a little bit, more time, right, and, and thought, and, and there's a there's a process to it. I find that when agents start to ask questions about you know what platforms to be on and what time of day should I post and what's the best type of content, like you're opening Pandora's box, and you quickly realize it's not just like one or two things. It's a whole. It's kind of a whole process. But I also believe that as an agent, you shouldn't be spending all of your time on Facebook or anywhere on social media. You know, you are a real estate professional, so. How can you make the most of your time and avoid the time suck and just be really efficient and be really intentional? So that's kind of what, it, what, what inspired me. And that's a lot of what the, the book is all about. It's, you know, kind of a, a, you know, I guess an ultimate guidebook where you could open it up. You, you could read it from start to finish, but you don't have to if you just want to go right to the Facebook section or the, you know, Instagram section or whatever, you know, whatever you'd like, you could do that. Um, but yeah, that's, that was kind of the, the inspiration around it is just, how do we get smarter about what we're doing with social media to build our business?
2: That's a great inspiration actually. And, and I think this is probably pretty universal, but I really like that you said, um, social media is just a part of what you do and, and part of an attraction strategy rather than being, you know, don't be scrolling all day because a lot of agents will say, um, you know, oh, I want to do social media well, but, um, I just don't have the time. Do you hear that a lot as well? And what do you, what do you say to that? that? All
0: the time. (laughs) Yes. That's (laughs) probably one of the top three things I hear is I just don't have time or I wish I had time. And, you know, I guess there's a couple of things. I always say, and this might be a little tough love, but I feel like we make time for things that are important. Right. And so a lot of times when I hear an agent say that is it's a lot of times because they haven't made it a priority, you know, and, or they, or they are saying yes to everything. And, we can't be all things to all people, you know. We can't just say yes to everything. So sometimes part of that is some business lessons and some some just boundaries over who we want to work with, who we may not want to work with, what we want to do, how we want how we want to want to run our business, and then social media can be a part of that. And so one of the tips I I um, I always give, uh, I talked about this in my book, is this idea of just time blocking, just the idea of setting aside some time on a, a daily, a weekly, and even a monthly basis. Where you're going to either post content or create some content or schedule some content. But if it's not on your calendar, a lot of times it just doesn't happen. At least that's how I am. You know, if it's not on the calendar, a lot of times it's not gonna happen. So it's kind of taking back control of, of your time. I don't think it, it has to take a, a whole lot of time. I recommend at least 10 or 15 minutes a day where you can just focus on just connecting with a few people. I, I love the idea of focus five you open up your phone and you you think to yourself, okay, are there five people that I can connect with today? Like comment, interact with just on a daily basis. And then once a week, set aside 20 or 30 minutes to post some content or schedule some content. And then, you know, once a month or so, I'm a huge believer in batching content. Uh, I, I, you know, I feel like if I'm going to sit down, do my hair and makeup and record one video, I might as well record like four or five. <laughs> so, yep, yep. you know, it just, you can be a lot more efficient that way and kind of create some content, but it, it's all about, just integrating it into what uh, into what you're already doing. and anytime you add in a new habit, it just takes a little bit of time. so you have to give yourself some grace too
2: <laughs> to to get it moving. yeah, yeah well yeah. I, I love your YouTube channel. Um, it's so oh, bright and colorful and you know it just really answers questions that are at the heart of what everyone's thinking. Um, how you. do you turn that around with agents and get them to be inspired to do a similar thing like what how do, how do you get? the ideas for co- the content that you create on video?
0: Another really good question. You're good at this. <laughs> You've done this a few times, right? <laughs> Just once or twice, yeah. Yeah, I figured, right? <laughs> so I, I think a couple things, you know, one of the things that I'm a really big believer in is that as much as I love social media, social media is rented ground. <laughs> we don't own it, right? And so I really am a big believer of taking a step back and saying, is there some content that you can create, that you own, that goes with you wherever you go, right? And so that was kind of the inspiration when I started our YouTube channel five years ago. I had posted videos periodically on YouTube, but it wasn't really consistent. And once I decided, you know what, I'm going to create a show. We're gonna create the Get Social Smart show. We're gonna make it a priority. We're gonna schedule some time to do this. And it's like a snowball. You know, it just it just kind of started, you know, rolling down rolling down the hill. And what's exciting about that is well, first of all, it takes time, right? Once you publish videos, it's not like all of a sudden you're going to get, you know, 12 new leads tomorrow. <laughs> it just, yeah. it takes time. And so you have to be patient with that. But the the value in that is that now you've got content or now, you know, for me personally, now I've got content that I can put up on YouTube. I could share on Facebook. I could create an Instagram story about it. I could take a clip out, make an Instagram reel. I could get it transcribed and get it turned into a blog post. And now it goes back to what I talked about earlier, working smarter, not just harder, right? So instead of always like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna post? I gotta reinvent the wheel. Just kind of taking a step back and going, okay, let's look at the bigger picture. You don't own social media. So is there a content strategy that you could, we we could talk about, we could create where that content is going to get published in a number of different platforms. You don't have to be everywhere, but maybe there's a couple that you enjoy that your clients are on. And, you know, and and then that kind of, you know, we kind of break it down that way. I think the other thing is that when I, some of the agents and brokers that we've worked with it's so awesome to be able to see the ones who have implemented the strategy to see the business that they're getting from that you know to see that they are attracting business through that because people are reaching out saying okay, I'm moving from here to here and I Googled and you were the first one that came up and I have binge watched your last 24 videos and (laughs) you know, not can we work together, but it's like we have to work together and those are the best leads. So I I think that's part of it is kind of understanding that bigger picture. And then your other question about um, content, I always tell agents, think about the questions you get asked all the time, right? The questions that come up in email and phone conversations, I would even say, make a list of, of, of clients and prospects that you've worked with. Um, you know, Considering the fact you're in lockdown, there's probably a lot of questions around that. You know, How can I show my house safely? Is, should I actually sell right now? Or should I wait till after the pandemic? Like, There's all these questions that come up time and time again. Well, if you get asked once or twice, that's a great piece of content, right? So start making a note of that. And I would also say too, in addition to stuff that's timely, consider creating some content that's evergreen, or timeless. So things like who pays for what, or how do you find a realtor? Or what are the biggest questions I should ask, you know, when I'm moving or whatever it might be, those type of things are fairly timeless. uh, And those are great pieces of content too. So long answer to your question, but
2: (laughs) it's, it's, it's a fabulous answer actually. And um, there's, so just following on from that, um, a lot of agents will then say, oh, but I hate watching myself on video. And yes. um, and while, you know, I'm quite used to this Q&A sort of interviewer type role, I was the same um, until my coach said to me, all right, I challenge you to go live on Facebook with a live video every day for 30 days, which completely <laughs> desensitised me to hitting that Facebook Live button. It was sort of like <laughs> Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. But, um, <laughs> but you must get questions from your clients and people, um, in the Academy as well, that, um, they just say, they'll probably say, but I don't like the way that I look or sound on video. And, um, and we both know that you've really got to get over that now. So how do, what do you say to them to give them a bit of confidence to, to get up and running?
0: Well, that, again, that's a that is a very common thing. I hear that from from quite a lot of people. I I will say I feel like during this whole time of lockdown and the pandemic, I think some people have gotten a little bit better with it. And maybe it's because we've been forced to be on FaceTime and Zoom, and we've been kind of forced to use some of these, you know, tools, especially even if it's not for business, even if it's just for family. I mean, I I can't tell you how many Zoom calls I did with family over the last you know year and a half. So. Um, I, I think that's the good news. I think some people are getting getting a little bit more comfortable with it. The other thing I would say though, and, and you know, I will never forget this. I had a good friend of mine a few years ago um very lovingly remind me, she was like, Katie, that's how you look. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how you sound. <laughs> so you gotta get over it. So I I lovingly try to tell people the same thing. But I, you know, to your point, it is it it is challenging. And one of the ways to get over it or to I don't even know if you ever get completely get over it, but one of the ways to get better is to do kind of what you just said, you know, 30 Facebook lives in 30 days, the more you can get on camera. And even if it's just video that you're sending one-to-one. So just give you a a quick example. You know, if you're really, really kind of like, oh, I just really can't get over it. Think about, is there a video you could send one person? Maybe it's the client you're working with. And instead of sending a little email today, you take out your phone and you record a 20 second video that says like, you know, hi, Jane, I just wanted to reach out. I just want to, you know, like, I'm so happy to work with you and your family. Um, You know, I know there's a lot going on. I'm going to send you that information we talked about later today through email, but I just want to send you a quick video, right? That doesn't go to her Facebook. That's just, you can text that video. And when you start to do that and you start to kind of just think about, maybe I could send a video instead of just a text or instead of an email, what will boost your confidence is the response that you'll get. You know, when Jane texts you back, and she's like, oh my gosh, that was so nice of you, <laughs> you know, and you can do that for someone's birthday. We see it's people's birthday on Facebook and you could be one of the 50 people that writes on their wall, happy birthday, smiley face, or you could do a quick video and send it through Facebook messenger. It doesn't have to be public. So that would be just, I mean, just a couple things to kind of start getting over that, that hump, because once you do that, once you start seeing yourself on camera, you will quickly teach yourself, gosh. This is a little bit more of a flattering angle if I hold it this way versus this way. Or, you know, when I'm outside, I should face you know, this way. So yeah. you know, we've all we've all had <laughs> so videos holding it side. up really high. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've, not from
2: down below. Yeah. I've, I've done that. I won't FaceTime anyone if I have to hold <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs>
2: Just exactly. Bad, camera bad. angles are key. <laughs> Absolutely. And light. I think light yeah. as well. Yes. Um, sure. In in um in watching some of your YouTube videos you often talk about tools of the trade and things like that so can I ask you at the moment what are your favorite little tech tools or what are your favorite apps on your phone that you've been um you know loving using
0: yeah, um, I this this is probably not a, a new tool uh, by any means, but I absolutely love Canva. I've been a Canva user, which is, I believe, an Australian based company. I think yep, they were Aussie started company. in Australia. Yeah. Aussie company. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, I have been. I, I feel like I was probably one of their original users. I've used that product forever, and it is. It's only gotten better, I'm not affiliated with them <laughs> by any means, but uh, we, we teach a lot because agents use it a lot to create graphics. It's a really great program. I love that there's thousands of templates and you know, photos and all these different graphics. Um, of course, there's the free version, there's the paid version. Um, and what I particularly like about Canva these days, they've actually in a, in a, um, introduced a video option with Canva which, not to sound corny, but I really think it's a game changer. I mean, it's so awesome. You can, If you're on a computer, if you're on your laptop and you've got a camera on your computer, you can open it up, uh, it doesn't have to be a laptop, it could just be a computer with a camera, open up Canva, and then there's like a video section. You could just record the video right within Canva. If you don't like it, you can delete it, but you can record it right within Canva. You could do like simple editing, you can add graphics, all within Canva, which is amazing. So if that has kind of held you back as far as like, oh, like how do I get the video to my computer and do I have to edit it and all this, like super simple, uh, which, is, which is great. So been using Canva <laughs> a lot, which is, uh, which is a lot of fun. You can also use it for Reels and, and things like that. Um, the other app I've been using a lot is VideoShop. Um, if you go into the app store, either iPhone or Android, it's just video Shop app. It's a free free app. There's also a paid version. Um, I do work with a video editor for a lot of our videos, but there are some videos, especially my reels, that I I like to edit myself. You know, I, I like to kind of get in there and play around with, with video. I, I like to pretend like I'm a video editor. I'm not really a video editor, but I like to play around with it. <laughs> you you um, and me both. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So video shop's great if you want to add your logo or if you want to trim a clip or you want to speed it up or you wanna you know, just do some simple, simple, uh, editing. So I would say those are two of my probably, you know, go-tos. Um, and of course there's Facebook, you know, Facebook has a whole, a whole treasure trove of apps that I use all the time. Facebook business suite, Facebook messenger, the regular Facebook app, Instagram, of course. So yeah, but, uh, yeah, there's
2: so many. (laughs) While we're talking about favorites, can you tell me what your favorite platform and thing to do is like we recently introduced, sorry, we recently interviewed Chelsea Pites and she said that she just loves, loves, loves Instagram stories. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite and why?
0: That's a really good question too. Um, Yeah. I I do love Instagram stories. Um, I don't know if I, if I, if I really have a favorite, honestly, probably these days, my favorite, um, I guess, to go back to Facebook, I'm really loving, we have a private Facebook group um, and we have it for our academy members, and I think with Facebook, you know, like I said earlier, there's like all this noise out there, and you know, politics and whatnot, and it's just been really nice to be able to not just be a part of a group, but to run a group, and to see a community build and people help each other and, um, and just like the culture that happens inside of a Facebook group, it's such a positive thing. So honestly, that's probably my favorite place. I mean, I love Instagram. Don't get me wrong. Chelsea knows this, <laughs> yeah. but, um, just cause I know I'll be speaking about, uh, you know, Facebook at, at your event. and just, uh, that's probably one of my favorite places these days is uh, is our own Facebook group. So. Okay. Well, it's
2: been amazing. Um, getting to know you a bit today. And again, thank you for um, for participating in Transform this year. We are super, super, super looking forward to that. And we're going to drop a bunch of links in the show notes for this podcast because you've got a number of great resources um, on your website. Even I think I mentioned I did a 30-day Facebook Live challenge, but you've actually got 30 Facebook Live ideas for real estate agents. Um, yes. So we're going to drop that link in a few others. If there was one tip that you'd like to leave everyone with today or one final piece of advice, what would it be?
0: I think it's really easy when it comes to social media or content creation or video content to really get overwhelmed and to think, well, you know, that all sounds great, but I'm really busy right now. So next week I'll get started or, you know, or I don't know if this is for me or I just think it's really easy to, to kind of suffer from analysis paralysis uh, when it comes to a lot of this stuff. And so I guess my my big piece of advice to anyone listening. And I, I don't know who needs to hear this, but I would imagine maybe one of your listeners <laughs> needs to hear this. And that is done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. It's better to just put something out there. It may not be, you know, the best piece of content you've ever created in your whole life, but it's all good. You know, that's how we get better, that's how we improve, we make baby steps and uh And really the time is now, if you want to hit the goals you want to hit next year in 2022, it starts right now. It starts with just taking out your phone and going, okay, I am going to send that. I'm going to send one video to somebody. Hey, send a video to me, right? (laughs) Say, Hey, I, I saw you on this podcast. Like it just, just starts there. So done is better than perfect.
2: Yeah, that's really great advice. And my final piece of advice to everyone is to follow Katie Lance on YouTube because it's, it's amazing and fantastic.
0: Thank you. I so appreciate
2: that. Well, that's it for today. We'll see you again in early, late October, early November, and super looking forward to it. Katie Lance, thank you so much.
0: Thank you.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate podcast with thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.